I'm not, there's no official in it. Okay. There's literally... Your song? <laughs> hey guys. That's your new song. Yeah. That's the new intro? Yeah. <laughs> Sung by us. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that in there. Okay guys. Hey. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm here with Charity. It's kind of hot. Are you warm? We can turn on the fan. Okay. You know I get sweaty hands. She do get sweaty hands. <laughs> Wait, let me let me turn on the fan. Oh yeah, you're stuck. How do I do it? You just no, you no. <laughs> you're not done yet. No, the one next to it. Flip it. But then do it to a lower level. Wait, let me see this level. This level is fine. <laughs> you might get cold, so you might want to get a blanket. Yeah. Do you want to blanket? You might, you might want to blanket because it will get cool. But if, if I'm cold, I'll be kept alive. So that's very good. That's actually very, very good okay. for me. Anyways, <laughs> I'm back with charity, you guys. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to tackle the topic mm-hmm. of uh, uh, therapy. therapy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Next. <laughs> uh, that's a dirty word. Yeah, that's I, I don't that's know what that means because no. I'm pure. So um, this topic, the reason why, like, why we even care about this topic, like, why do we care about this topic? Why do we care so much? Yeah. Um... Why do we care about therapy in this? I think because it's a huge, it's a huge thing in society today that's become um, a lot more of, I don't know, would you say like an idol? <laughs> yes. Yeah, an idol in our in our culture than actually what it was designed for. Um, it's, I think, because the topic has come up so much more in the past, like I was talking with my dad the past 20 years. Like, therapy wasn't really a thing like that, like, 20 years ago. It wasn't as common knowledge um, as it is today. And so it's kind of something that we want to address, like, as believers. What is our, what's our, what is your viewpoint on therapy? What What does it, like, when you're a believer and you're struggling with things, what are you supposed to do? Um, what is sound wisdom? Like, what, like, how do we handle this? Is, is therapy an answer? Um, yeah, stuff like that. Is therapy an answer? I feel like that's, like, the question of the age because it's very much the spirit of the age. Because mm. I've just, like, seen, like, a movement where it's just, like, what? Where people are, like, it's okay to go to therapy. Therapy, yeah. therapy. Therapy for Christians. Therapy yeah. for Christians. And I'm, like, what's actually happening here? Yeah. Because, I mean, there's even... I don't even know where to start because this is, like, so... I know. So I know. fat. <laughs> such a fat topic. She's chonker. It's... <laughs> She's so beefy. She's so beefy. <laughs> She's a Mata, big girl. Mata likes you. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> She's such a big girl. Yes. So I don't even know what to start. But hmm. Hmm. there's several points we want to cover. Yeah. Father God, how do we start? My stance is Let's... no. Yeah. <laughs> because there is a better way. And it's it's not even that even far removed. Yeah. Let's uh, let's start with let's talk about wisdom first. Mm, okay, yeah. perfect. perfect, perfect. W- wisdom. Um I'm gonna read this verse too. Okay. First Corinthians three nineteen. 
Open your Bibles. <laughs> Open your Bibles. Uh, it says, and this is, we'll do the KJV. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their own craftiness. And we're going to continue that with a verse in James. It says in James chapter 3 verse 15. The, this wisdom, referring to the wisdom of man, is not that which comes down from above, but is earthly, natural, and demonic. So yeah. I think that's kind of what we're wanting to address today. Is the wisdom of God versus the wisdom of man. Per. Yeah. Yeah. What is what is therapy actually offering people? What is their answer to the believer? What is their answer to those living in the world? Is, is it there the, an answer? Is there an is, are they offering the wisdom of man or are they offering the wisdom of God? Um according to that verse, no. Yeah. They are not yeah. offering they're not offering the wisdom of God. Yeah. Cuz I cuz clearly there's a difference between like church counseling where the source is God and his word and worldly therapy yeah because the reason why i just never cared for it is just like that's how you measure the success of anything scientifically does this yield results yeah and i've never ever ever seen therapy the worldly way that people go where they go to you know like a practice or whatever and it's that i've never seen actual solutions yeah i haven't seen things solved I've seen things get better for a little bit and then pick up again and then people have to continually go to something yeah. to maintain and cope. Like, let's just be real because people try to act like, oh, I don't, you know what it is? I think people equivalent coping or, well, I manage it better and mm-hmm. that feels like a solution to them, but they don't even know that there could be actual breakthrough yeah. from their problem. Yeah. They don't know. And I think too, like the Bible speaks on this so much. Like when you walk in the spirit, when you, when you live by the spirit, what is the fruit of the spirit? It's love, joy, peace. Come on, shun that at it. Peace. People are going to therapy because they have no peace, peace. in their lives. They yeah. ha- they're chaotic. They they have anxiety, depression. There's nothing, no, no joy in yeah. their lives. And, and they're going to the world and saying, you know what? If I talk about my problems enough, <laughs> <laughs> if I, if I just get it all out in the open, then maybe, maybe I'll have some peace. No, peace is a person. Peace is Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like we, and I, I, I think I love that we're talking about this because like, what is, what should the believer's standpoint be on therapy? Is therapy an answer? Is Jesus not enough? Yeah. And like, I don't want to shame anybody or condemn people for like the choices that they make or because they're just trying to get better. Yeah they're, yeah, they're seeking help. And I think people who are struggling, you should seek help. But what we're trying to speak into is what what path are you choosing in order to seek help? And is is that path going to bear fruit? Is it going to be a light to your feet? Is it actually going to bring true transformation? Yeah. Because that's, that's what the God of, Bi- of the Bible brings. Mm-hmm. Like, be ye transformed Amen. By, by the, the renewing, renewing of, of your mind. mind. <laughs> like, that, nothing will bring change like Jesus can. Come on. Nothing will bring transformation like Jesus can. And I think what we're really trying to attack in this episode, and it is an attack, <laughs> is, like, is thinking that the answers of this world are more than what Jesus can provide. Yeah. Like, Jesus is your healer. Um, he is the great physician. Amen. And, and, like, when he said that healing is the children's bread, it, like, he means mind, body, and soul. Amen. Yeah. Like, every part of you 
is healed by the blood of the lamb and it's by the work of the cross when he when his nails were his hands were pierced by those nails when he he died on that cross when he was beaten it wasn't just so for healing in your body but it was for healing in every part yeah your mind your like there there have been moments where i think I've, i've had quiet times with the lord and he's even spoken more clearly about my emotions or about how he said you're hurting in this area and i was like well I didn't know that. <laughs> and no therapist can do that for you. They can't look on the inside. Yeah. They can't. They can't know your spirit. Your yeah. soul. Like like God can. Yeah. And that, yeah. He's so great. He's so good. That's really great. I mean, you know what's crazy? Because, you know, this whole... Because there is a stigma, like, I think even in the black community, where it's like, you don't need no therapist. Mm. you fine you got a roof over your head yeah but <laughs> even though and there is like there was a social stigma like in the 70s where yeah. it's like oh therapy's for crazy people yeah. so much so that in that popular show Maud, led by the actor b arthur which i personally love you know she's a little crazy so she's super liberal but <laughs> i just i love her but like <laughs> she even like that show tried to like break down like therapies for everybody but that shows you that that was like a societal like attitude at that time around therapy they just thought it was for crazy very negative connotation and um but like i you know what i'm actually i take it like it's like i don't it's not bittersweet because i'm actually glad about all of this Mm -hmm. but my parents never like took me to a therapist for anything so i was just and they're like and like I mean, they listen, but it's just like, you know, if you sometimes it's like talking to a guy, it's like you have all this stuff to say, and the guys would be like, okay, <laughs> so what yeah. the freak, <laughs> like yeah. it's like that's what my and that's what you know I'd like talking to my dad, but it's just like you know I wanted more than okay, so there was sometimes that I would bring like stuff to him, and be like, meh, 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 meh. he'd be like, okay, okay, you okay, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm not, but then I would go to the Lord, yeah, because I know that he would listen yeah and it just feels different i know that it's like or i could just be like ranting to god like god make my mom see my view <laughs> like make her say make her understand yeah. you're like but you know what i'm so glad that i did that because in that constantly taking my stuff to god i found that he actually brings solution yeah he doesn't just hear it and says pat you on the head and be like you're okay yeah he provides wisdom insight knowledge counseling like he'll walk you through something he'll he'll heal you i mean there's a lot of people like there's this i've never done it you know what sozo is yeah i've never done it Mm -hmm. but i mean you know i can only go off of what i heard but people what was that like for you going to christian (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i i went through like a couple of like traumatic experiences and i went through um it's a ministry (laughs) in in Jacksonville and I'm super grateful that I went to those because it was a really cool experience and what my experience was is it was two women each time I went twice and they just sat in a room I told them about some of the things and then they just they were like all right well we're gonna anoint you we're gonna pray over you and pray for the Lord to give us a word of knowledge and so it may not have been what I like a typical sozo might be but um, they just prayed against anything, any attacks of the enemy, anything kind of like that, any of the events that happened to my life that it wouldn't 
um, bear stronghold or bear fruit and for the enemy, but that I would be healed. They just readily prayed over me is what my sozo experience was. Um, but I did walk away from it being like, this is something that I, I valued the experience and I treasured it. I think the Lord did a work. Um, but this is not what I need every day. Yeah. Like this, what I need every day is to come before you myself, Lord, and to receive you. You're my daily bread. Mm -hmm. Like nothing will be more healing than coming before the Lord every day, reading your word every day. Yeah. There's something about reading the Bible where the Bible is a mirror and it looks back at you and it refines those things in your heart. It brings healing to things. I know I've, I like, I told, um, Cruzo about a story where I just read about Joseph and the Lord reminded me, he was like, I know what it's like to not have a father. I know what it's like to not have those things. And it's when you read the word, the Lord will bring healing. You don't even expect you know, like, you don't have to always go to someone. And, like, I think there's moments for that. And you have to be listening to the Holy Spirit. Like, do I need this right now? I, I went to those sozo things because they called me. Yeah. <laughs> I left a number. Like, I didn't even leave my number. I, like, started the sign-up process. And I didn't even submit it. And then I got a call. And I was like, well, I think I should go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never actually sent in an application to be here. So I knew it was something that the Lord wanted me to receive. But that's not the end all be all like um the real solution is coming before the lord you know like they it was a blessing to have those women intercede over me and to have that like that moment of healing um but recognize who the true healer was in that moment it was jesus yeah ministering and speaking through them um but yeah that's really true i've never walked through sozo I don't even know if I would have a better way to like explain it, but I feel like you would for anyone who doesn't know what Sozo is. Yeah. I think, um, it's like healing of your spirit, emotions. Like I think Sozo, the, it's a Greek word actually Mm. that originates and that's where we get some of the word for salvation. And, Mm. um, so it's kind of, uh, the way it's like a, almost a Christianese word used for like some kind of healing or deliverance or just having people come and pray over you and minister to you, which is and walk you like yeah through just what i've heard like i've heard people like oh they revisited this painful area Mm -hmm. of my life but yeah in that they were able to like i was uh, finally able to hear god like what god had to say about this Mm. what maybe what was happening where god was in the room like i've heard a lot of people be like you know i was there the whole time when this happened yeah you thought you were alone i was there yeah you know i was feeling that too like i was with you you were never abandoned and because they were able to visit that with godly counsel wise mm-hmm. the counsel of the wise yeah not sourced in man's wisdom nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> not, you're right on that one <laughs> Correct. Correct. not sourced in men's men yeah. wisdom like the verse charity read in the beginning but because you recognize i don't have the answers mm-hmm. like god you're literally the smartest ever like you literally are i can't find my that's actually that's a verse in the parables. Let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Where is it? Oh. Sorry, I'm there. I found another verse. Where the H is it? Where did I find it? Oops. 
Well, while you're looking for it. Okay. Um, this can be like a vulnerable topic for a lot of people. Like this is something that's like, it's because it deals with like mental state. It deals with a lot of insecurities. It deals with a matter of faith. Yeah. Um, but like what we're trying to do here is like point you to the one who's the true healer. Um, and like this is there's no I, I think what if people get kind of twisted when they're like oh well you're just trying to tell me to fight my way through in faith and a little bit yeah <laughs> we kind of are like there's no one that can bring healing like Jesus can yeah like there's no greater healer than the one who made you and that, like even people who may be offended by kind of hearing that like oh wait I can't go to a person to receive my healing and the answer is no you can't like you have to come to Jesus um, because he's the savior like people know him as like friend people know him as the Messiah but Jesus came to save the lost and the broken like and the part of that means saving you from those mental things those emotional things like he is the savior of your life and no advice that you could receive from someone, no wisdom of man can provide the healing or the restoration that God can. Um, and that takes faith. It takes faith to believe that and to be vulnerable before the Lord. Um, did you find it? Yeah, it wasn't even a Proverbs chat. Mm-hmm. It was a part of this verse that I am going to quote later, but it's Psalm 147. Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. Mm. And even if you couple that where, where, where the Bible tells us to, you know, seek all understanding and like get, let me actually pull that one because I did write it down. I did mark it off in Psalm, Proverbs 4 verse 7 says, wisdom is the principal thing. Mm. Therefore, get wisdom and with all thy getting, get understanding. Yeah. Where the Bible constantly like encourages us, even though the first freaking proverbs it tells us no wisdom instruction perceive the words of understanding to like please pursue 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 his wisdom oh my gosh my brother (laughs) we're gonna do not disturb this in a heartbeat where it tells us to do that because we have to recognize like we can't like i don't know how much to even emphasize this more but I feel like you like as I grow in faith, I rec I like con- like really, really, really recognize man doesn't have it. Yeah. Humans don't have the answer. Yeah. We're literally our source literally only is God. That's yeah. it. We can't save ourselves. We can't even live this life. We can't do anything outside of the Lord. Yeah. We can't. We weren't made to function like that. So when we're in a dire situation and we're seeking the wisdom of man the counsel of man where it's just like, well, I just want someone to listen to my problems. Yeah. That's not going about it the right way. Yeah. Cause even in your problems, your confession matters. There's certain things that like, will like not <laughs> that will affect you negatively by how you handle certain matters, like yeah. complaining, how you speak on it, how you speak on it. Look at the story of Job. Come on. <laughs> story of Job. That guy spent all his days, Exodus. literally. <laughs> the book of the Exodus. Book of that, you remember those yeah. many times when the Israelites like annoyed God by, by their words? By complaint. Yeah. Well, I'm just making my problem known. Well, you know, I'm just confessing my problem. I'm, I'm sharing my stuff. You tell me to like, you're like, what's wrong with like sharing what I'm going through with somebody? 
Because some people don't want to share things for solutions. Some yeah. people just want to talk to talk. Yeah. You lend your ear to a complainer, you will never have it back. Yeah. That person is just going to... I remember that was actually... I was in a luncheon with a bunch of Christians. I should have never <laughs> let this woman sat, sit with me. And I knew just by the way she looked. I was ah! like, you got problems. <laughs> no, you got problems and you complain about them. Because mm-hmm. you know what she did? As old as she was, old as dirt, looked at me. Me, 22 at this time. Me, 22. My friend, 22 as well. She said... I have a problem and I just want your advice. What can you, at the age that you are, woman? She's old. Yeah. In her 80s. I want advice. What the freak do you want? You've lived my lifetime like four times. (laughs) (laughs) You've been, you've circled around this. You should have a solution by now. I should be asking you that. Yeah. But she, I was like, oh my God. As soon as she opened her mouth, I knew. I was like, She's just going to complain. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, let me see if she wants a solution. She's like, what should I do? And I was like, okay. Point, I pointed her to the word and, you know, biblical principle, you know, knowledge and wisdom. And then she was just like, she, you know what she did? Mm. She continued to complain. Oh. And I just looked out the window. Wow, I was I'm so like, shocked. Uh, so shocked. I was right like, now. you don't. You don't you don't want to have a yeah. solution. You just want You want your emotions validated. You want you're right. You yeah. know, that's what they want to hear. You're I, right. You're right. Your life is so hard. hard. You're you're struggling. Struggling. You're you're going through it. Mm-hmm. And it no, that'll put you in a place where you're eighty two and you're stuck. You've mm-hmm. been stuck for the past forty years. Because yeah. you you put yourself where you've spoken death. Yeah. And now I'm not moving. I'm stuck in the mud because I'm I'm held back by the complaints of life. Because you're praising that. Yes. You're yeah. confessing that. That's exalting your master. That. Yeah. yeah. Instead of my God is good. Yeah. Like this is the will of God to be thankful mm-hmm. for all things. <laughs> like people who live like that when you and, and this is why I kind of just view this like what's that one creature in Hercules where he like cut off its head and another like uh... seven more crew in its place. I don't know, but I know what you're talking Someone about. Someone with the seven heads. <laughs> like, that thing. For yeah. some reason, like, I just feel like as therapy and, like, as more of its awareness has grown, it just feels like the issue has grown. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, yeah. people are popping up. Oh, I have I struggle with anxiety. Oh, I have depression, I'm depression. too. Yeah. Oh, I'm depression. Yeah. Well, maybe. Um, <laughs> I, <no>. am. <laughs> I am. Depression. I am. Personified. <laughs> like, even... No. We like this show, but Moon Knight, like, yeah, like kind of glorifying multiple personality disorder. It's and not it, normal. It's not normal. That's not okay to have three personality <laughs> to have Kevin, Steve, and Joe here. <laughs> like that's too many. <laughs> that's too three too many actually. Joe, Nick, one. and Kevin. <laughs> John, Nick, it's the Jonas Brothers. John, Nick, and Amy. Not only him and Harry, <laughs> and the other guy. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> you didn't catch the beauty. John, Nick, and Liam. I don't no! know. No! What are you talking about? <laughs> Three and one. <laughs> no, anywho. I don't, like, it's become something that's almost glorified in our culture to have some sort of A mental problem. issue. Like, and it's like, can't. Can't you just be normal? Yeah. Can't, no, yeah. Can't you just be an overcomer? Can't you just be walking in a strong place with the Lord? Like, what What happened to 
I'm healthy. Yeah. Actually, I don't need I don't need that because I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. I can do all things. Amen. Um, I'm well. And it just seems as like as more and more as people are advocating for therapy, it almost seems like there's more and more of a need for it. And yeah. it's like, shouldn't the answer be solving? Solving. <laughs> Thank you. That's how you measure success. Yes. So yeah, like shouldn't mental issues be going down because the rise of therapy, the rise of the resources being made available, but yet it seems like the the cases just keep rising. And it's like... That's true. Why? <laughs> you know? No, like, yeah. Because it's not the answer. Yeah. Because the wisdom of man will always lead you down to a path of destruction and death. Yeah. Like, as more as you seek the counsel of just what, oh, you know what? I think you should do. I think you should just stop and take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. See what the universe thinks of that. <laughs> Bull. <laughs> Bull. That is, that's not right. No. Go and see what the word says. Like, yeah. um, Proverbs. Let's see. I just had it. Proverbs 16. Amen. There you go. Hallelujah. Don't need glasses. Amen. Oh, yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. I 25. <laughs> you double check the number. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> there is a way which seems right to a man, mm. but it ends, but its end is the way of death. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you take a moment. I really didn't deal, deal with that anger issue the right way. And maybe I should go see therapists. Maybe I should go talk to somebody about that. No. <laughs> Come to God. Yeah. Come to God. Say, help me with my self-control. I yeah. need to grow in that fruit of the Spirit, Lord. Grow it within me. The anger is not a part of me. Have some declarations. What happened yeah. the days where I declare, I look in the mirror, I declare things over yeah. my life. I am the righteousness of God. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yeah. Let the weak say I am strong. Yes. Let the rich or well, the poor, poor say, say I, I am rich. rich. Literally. <laughs> like, your faith-filled declaration. Yes. Yes. I think as people think, I think that I've noticed this in like the area of like healing, but mm-hmm. just a well, I don't want to lie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not lying it's not, when it's yeah. filled with faith because <laughs> Abraham called himself Abraham when he was dry as dry can be yes. as dust. His body good as dead. Dead. Yeah. Him and his wife. Yeah. Nothing's happening no inactivity the most activity that happened in her body was her oxygen flowing through her lungs yeah and that was probably barely rising it and falling make a baby <laughs> do i still <laughs> do i still make you <laughs> do you still want to <laughs> that's terrible that's so Harris, she was obviously a beautiful woman. Yeah, she had it going on. Hey, come on, Mother Sarah. We don't call her mother, we call her Father Abraham. Yeah, that's true. I don't know why we do that. But I was gonna say something about that. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh my gosh. Backtrack back to where we were. Mm, if only I could remember. (laughs) Faith filled declaration. Some people think it's lying. Oh, perfect. That was right where it's at. Uh, having faith is not denying reality. Having faith is knowing that there's a greater reality. Amen. It is God. What? How does that verse go in Hebrews? He who is unseen, like the invisible God. Lost me there. (laughs) (laughs) I'll find it. I'll also look it up in a little bit. But the invisible God, be like we. He's still real. We we can't see him. But yet, we know the reality of God. Yeah. The Bible declares him to be true. I have Amen. seen him in my life. Like, 
even though we don't see it, does not make it not a reality. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's why you have to faith, have faith. Like it's faith. confidence in what you hope for and assurance about what you do not see. see. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. like so, it's not. I'm. You know what? I'm just gonna go around denying all the problems in my life. No, don't be an idiot. Yeah. Like if you're struggling with sin. God, forgive me. I'm struggling with this. And if if you don't do that, then you're you're just walking around blind. You're blind leading the blind. But come before the Lord, confess those things, and have faith to believe that, you know what, even though I may be struggling in this issue, I am an overcomer. The word, the blood of Jesus speaks a better word. Amen. And so you don't have to, that's, it's all this just acceptance and like, Settling, for, yeah. I can settle for less. I, I guess I can live. There's with anxiety. greater. And, and yes, like there is freedom. See the goodness of God in the land of the living. Amen. Like you don't, yeah. you don't have to settle for. I'm gonna always struggle with yeah. this. Yeah, I'll have my good days and bad days, my ups and downs, my mountains and valleys. How no. about victory to victory? Yeah, strength <laughs> to strength. Exactly. Glory to glory. Jesus's ministry only got went from the better to the best. Yeah. Like. Yeah. He went from seeing just the sick healed to the dead being raised to him being raised and the salvation oh, of the on. world coming. Like, Hallelujah. And if our standard, if we're called Christians, Christ-like ones, that means everything about our life should resemble Christ. Amen. We That means our lives should go from glory to glory. We shouldn't live in a constant state of, well, I've struggled with this for the past 50 years and it's never going to change. No unbelief has made you struggle with that yeah. for the past 50 years it's kept that in your whatever you don't confront has the power to remain yeah faith is that sword that's gonna like confront and attack that matter yeah it takes faith there's there's no it doesn't even make that's what faith is about it doesn't make sense yes to say i'm healed yeah i'm delivered it's foolishness, to the, it's na- foolishness to the unsaved man but you know what the bible says the foolishness of god is wiser than the wisest of man yes I love that. <laughs> I love that verse, I love that verse so much because <laughs> yeah. it seems foolish. Yeah. We might even sound foolish to you. Yeah. Thank God. Amen. <laughs> because yeah. it's not by your wisdom that I'm grading. My life is like going to be accounted for. It's by the wisdom of God, by the knowledge and understanding. I, my life is held up to what God says. Yeah. And I've like... I've buried myself under the principles of this word to yeah. live a life like under what this word says for me to do. I will walk therein. Yeah. There is no other way to go. I can't I can't get healed by a therapist named Sandy. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Nor one yeah. of those psychic YouTube ad readers that like always try to get you in. I thought my husband was cheating, but my psychic therapist told me he just feels unsafe. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> That's what I got to say very good very nice he just feels unseen and unheard maybe you should check on him what no get away from my head you need like god can see the heart yes how many times have you like looked at someone with problems you're just like i wonder what's going on in your head because Mm. if i knew what was going on the inside i i could like then feel like you could solve things yeah the only person that can see the heart is God. Is God. Yeah. I think I think that's something that, too, why people get so offended about, like, oh, you said I can't go, I shouldn't go to therapy. It's the pride of man to, to think, like, oh, men have the answers to my issues. Yeah. I, I can have that. I can work this out on my own. No, no, honey, you need a, you need a savior. savior. Like, everybody needs a savior. Yeah. I needed a savior. I, yeah. yeah, like, we all do. And it's, and it's Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. And he's the only one who can save you and deliver the, you from these things. Like he, that's actually 
kind of his mission statement. Just <laughs> set, <laughs> set the captives free. free. <laughs> like, bind up the broken hearted. No one is going to be as good of a listener as Jesus. Yeah. No one is going to know the right thing to say to, to you like you. Jesus. Yeah. And trust me, there are moments where it might hurt because truth it's the that's the sword. It's a, it's a divides sword. bone and marrow. Mm-hmm. Like, and, but that's why you walk away from therapy, being like, "Oh, I feel so, I feel so great after." Because they just sat there and validated like everything. all all of your emotions, everything that you're doing wrong in life. When in reality, you need a you need the sword to come and pierce your heart so you can see change in your life. And like that's what people don't want to have because that they're just so caught up and this is the answer and I, because i can i can have a solution for this i don't need someone to come and help me i don't need god to far be it from me Ugh. that i would need the god of the universe to come and save me no but i can go to a, a guy yeah i can go to sandy yeah. <laughs> sandy carol carol Lives in knows Cocoa the beach answers. florida no <laughs> artificial tan in the shade of black they have the same dealer. <laughs> yeah, his name is Kevin. He's got good stuff. <laughs> this one went to the Yorkton Army. It's got the real hair. It's not the synthetics. <laughs> oh, Sandy. Oh, oh Donald and Sandy. Yeah. No, mm. like, that's, it's really, I think that is kind of, people would say, against that but it but it does boil down to pride like you're going to a therapist because you believe that this person has the answers for me or somewhere within me is the answer yeah no yeah. <laughs> no we're within you baby you're the problem actually <laughs> like that it's that nature of sin that is why you need a savior and he's the only one that can transform that around turn that around i think i think <laughs> It takes a lot of fruits of the spirit mm. to see the evidence of the spirit. Because mm. when people, because it's, it's not like people don't go to God and try him out. Yeah. But they're just like, well, nothing happened. Well, where's the patience? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, and self-control. All nine of them. Nine's yeah. a great number. And, and it's also, because <laughs> they go, they treat God like their therapist. They go mm, to him, talk wow. about all their problems. And then you don't even give him a second to no. reply. No, not no, at all. You know when the best, the some of the best moments that the Lord has ministered to me is when He said, "Be still, yeah. just be quiet and listen to me," because He's not there just to, for you to complain all your problems. Listen to the wisdom and counsel Amen. of God, and you'll receive healing to your soul. Yeah. Um. He's the because He's the life giver. He brings all life. So, I I think that's kind of an issue that people have. It's like because. You can go to your therapist and you can talk their ear off and they're we're okay with it because you they get paid two hundred fifty dollars exactly. after the hour session. Yeah, but, empty your balance. Yes, to but, leave with the same problem you had coming in with. Yeah, does but, that even make sense? No, no, you're just paying to talk to a wall. Yeah, <laughs> but but with God, you actually have to have that patience and that mm-hmm. endurance and a faith mm-hmm. to know that God is going to respond to me. Amen. And yeah. it's going to be the answer. It's going to there. I mean. I love those quiet moments. I've had many in my room right here because we're in my room. Mm-hmm. I've had many where I'm just like, and it doesn't take, when you like just know he's going to respond. Yeah. It really what it takes, it's kind of similar in the story of Elisha where he was like, God was found in the still small whisper. Mm. Not in all the crazy like yeah. events. It was like this, that gentle voice yeah. that like, oh, I caught that voice. I got you. That's you, God. Yeah. There's moments where I'm just sitting here and I'm like, you know, I'm considering a thing. 
And I'm like, I give it, I cast it to God. And I'm like, what do you have to say about this? Like, what do you think? Or like, why, why is this the way that it is? And just clarity and like wisdom just settles in. Yeah. And it's just like, and I remember when I was in ministry school, someone asked me like, and just asked like a group of girls in our um, car. She was like, how would you describe the voice of God? And the best way I could describe was like a leading, a guiding wisdom. Yes. Because... It's just, he is, Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God. He really is. And if you read in Proverbs, it says wisdom was there in the foundations of, it was like created by wisdom. Like wisdom was there, it cries out, you know, listen, hearken unto wisdom, the voice of wisdom. And we find in the Bible that Jesus is the wisdom of God. So it was just like, that's like literally like, it would be stuff like I'm driving, don't park there, park there. Like a perfect example, we were in uh, Zambia ministering and it was just a spiritual attack where people were like, kind of like, suddenly hit with like exhaustion and we were falling asleep while we were ministering but you know it was crazy before that that gentle still voice whispered to me right when i was going on my way to sit down i said stay awake and it's just like wisdom like that or when i'm going when it's like if i find myself in a problem or an issue and god just like directs my steps and how i should handle myself Mm -hmm. how i should conduct myself what i should do sometimes if he's not even silent well, copy that be silent yourself yeah like don't say anything because the bible actually teaches us why so hold your tongue yeah not everything needs a response there's sometimes where it's just like people are crazy and like will treat you wrong but it sounds foolish to let god be your vindicator yeah but if you just hold your peace the fruit of the spirit keep your peace righteousness peace and joy which is the mm. kingdom of god you're gonna find like god making a way for you your therapist sandy can't do she won't give you wisdom like that yeah. she's gonna tell you well you need to confront this or you need a da 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 these are the words well the way that you're putting this is making me yeah but not everything even the bible teaches don't rebuke a scorner because they're gonna you're gonna make them hate you but re- re- rebuke a wise man because he's gonna love you that sounds crazy mm-hmm. but it's the wisdom of god yeah don't waste your time with people who aren't going to receive any good coming out of Come your on. mouth that's like throwing treasures like through us to a swine yeah. pearls before pigs yeah. it'll turn back and attack you yeah. The Bible says. yeah put the things that are actually worthwhile to people who are going to treat it well Come on. because soul. they're worth your time yeah that's that is wisdom yeah that's wisdom that has been tested and tried and true I mean, God is the God of this world. He's been, he's, the Bible calls, titles, or explains God. He's from everlasting to everlasting. Mm-hmm. And he's telling you, I, you know, I got it. I am the source. I know I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. Literally for every single aspect in your life. Yeah. And I don't, I'm happy that from a little age that I ran to God with a problem because in my constant going and seeking, the Bible says, you seek me and you will find me. He was a rewarder of those who diligently, there was a diligence that had to be grown in me in my constant going. Even when I just felt everything, I just like, I'm just going to spill this out and I'm waiting and I don't feel like I hear anything. But that never stopped me from going back again. Mm -hmm. But in that diligence, because that had to be completed diligence. Yeah. I understand. There's nothing that feels better than knowing, than not having to struggle with, do I hear the voice of the Lord or not when you're going through a problem? And you don't even know what his voice sounds like. I don't have that problem anymore because I've gone to him so much. I've learned his voice that I'm just like able to be like, oh, let's talk. Let's laugh. Let's have this. Let's all these kind of chats with him because I know he is a solution. Yeah. He provides solution. Amen. He's not here to like help you cope or feel better about it or just like, let me shed a tear. No, he provides solution to your problems. Yeah. And it's not and it's not like 
oh, there's, this is how you solve every single problem. You actually have to seek God with every single thing because every single problem is not like, this is like the, this is the forever solution to this. Mm-hmm. There are certain problems that God has a different way yeah. of going about it for another person than he would. Yeah. But that's the art. That's the humble, the contrite heart where you have to be. You need the Holy Spirit. You need to seek God. That's yeah. humility. Yes. I don't have, you know, it's a prideful man that does that feels like he doesn't need to pray. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was reading this verse uh, a couple of days ago, but it's Jesus. He like speaks in parables and stuff and, and stuff. <laughs> and then he, he talks about this prophecy from Isaiah. It's in Matthew 13, verse 14. Uh, and it says, you will indeed hear, but never understand. And you will indeed see, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and their eyes have been closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. Like, you cannot be healed without the revelation of the Mm, Holy Spirit, without revelation from the Holy Spirit. That's why Paul, his prayer to the Ephesians was, I pray that God would give you a spirit of revelation and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Like, you you can't come up with these things on your own. It's yeah. the, it takes the Holy Spirit to reveal a matter. Because you can walk, a, like, you can go mm. to these sessions, you can go to a person and walk your whole life blind. Yeah. Like, and that verse is kind of just hitting me hard, but the blind leading the blind. That's what those therapy sessions are. Those people don't know nothing about life. Like, and it's not to, to brag on them, but... Like, how, how put together is your life? No, I'd rather go to, to the preacher or minister who yeah. I know is walking in righteousness, is walking in faith and seeing fruit in their Come life. On. Well, what is Sandy doing? I, no, I don't Getting I don't see tan. Yeah. And, and getting a wig. And like barely living life. Barely. Like they're surviving. And that's not that's not the goal. That's not the end. And yeah. if that's your goal, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's not the way to live. It's not the way to live. And he says if they would just have ears to hear and eyes to see, then I would turn in a heart to know the Lord. That that humility that Chris was talking about, that's what it is. Like humility to pray, humility to actually hear from God yeah. and hear the Holy Spirit, that's what will lead to your healing come on, and your yeah. salvation. Nothing nothing else will come from, no healing will come from listening to a person's advice. Like, yeah. it's, it's not the advice of advice God. Advice has literally never helped me a day in my life yeah. unless it was godly counsel. Yes, godly counsel or Holy Spirit given. <laughs> like, that's like where I've sat back and been like, well, Holy Spirit is going to say that. Like, I've had him do that through unbelievers. But it's when that's your that's your sole source of let me get my life right by going to my therapist and their advice is what's going to be the healing of my soul. Listen to that. No, that's crazy talk. Like when he says, just turn to me for free. And I, for, yeah. Oh my goodness. I ain't no 250. (laughs) And like, and he's gentle and lowly of heart. Like Mm, people come act as if God is going to beat them up. Like what? No, he's the kindest, most gentlest person. And he's the only one that can actually heal you. Yeah. 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 Literally it. I mean, I love how the Bible says it's the glory of God to hide a matter, mm. but it's the glory of kings yeah. to seek it out. I know that verse. Oh, I, I love literally. That it's like, oh, no. kings. Oh, it's like oh, I remember like um, this evangelist Audrey Mack like preached like taught on it, and she was like, "Why is there some things where it's like when you go to God, it feels like you don't get an answer right away mm. because that verse." Yeah. Seek it out. Seek. Seek it out. Find it, and you will find it. 
you seek me, you will find me. Boom. That's biblical. That's scripture. Yeah. It's almost like this Bible. You know, you know the more you like bring up scripture, it feels like, oh my God, this, this thing really that's, does that's, have so many right, answers. Yeah. <laughs> so much wisdom in here. Yeah. It's like boundless wisdom. And, you, and it's crazy because it's a numbered book. But the wisdom and revelations on here, because God is his word, according to John 1, 1, this book lives and is mm-hmm. alive. And the wisdom in here is eternal. The value of this book is crazy, yes. but it's like, but nothing feels better than knowing that God, you hear me and you will answer me. Oh, oh, <laughs> I mean, that reminds yeah. me of the Bible stories where he's like, I've heard you and now I will answer you. It's like, oh my God, so freaking like, in, like, that's amazing when God is like, I will now answer you. And it's like, oh, because look at, in the story of Job, as much yeah. as people like use the story so terribly. What happened when God had the say? Mm. What happened? And this is something that I actually like to tell people. Because Job was doing his thing, whinging, winning. Win- Someone's going to use the B word. B- <laughs> whinging, <laughs> whining, yeah. moaning, complaining. His wife was even like, just curse God and die. And die. <laughs> you look like a hot freaking mess yeah. right now. His friends are like trying to give him advice. They were like, you advice. probably sucked. And you, yeah. yeah. Yes, advice. they were friends. I mean, advice. they're trying their best. But there was one guy. He only had the wisdom of man to work off. Let's actually turn to Job. Because yeah. I actually really, 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 really love this. There was actually one guy who did something different. And I praise God for him. What was it? Someone to eat? Elihu, I think. Yeah. Was it Elihu? I don't know, but praise God if I'm right with the knee. I love you, God. Elihu, yeah. Yes! Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Oh, I love this story so much. Job uh, chapter um, um, 30, a little bit of 32, but, oh, a little bit of 31, but it's really 32. So I'm just going to start reading where he's like complaining and everything. Okay. um, Okay. 35 verse 35 in chapter 31 okay oh that one would hear me behold my desire is that the almighty would answer me and that my adversary had written a book surely i would take it upon my shoulder this is such a good book to teach off of this amen thank you god thank you god surely Mm -hmm. i would take it upon my shoulder listen to what he's saying and bind it as a crown to me i would declare unto him the number of my steps as a prince, would I go near unto him? If my land cry against me, or that the furrows likewise thereof complain, if I have eaten the fruits thereof without money, or have caused the owner thereof to lose their life, let the thistles grow instead of wheat and cockle instead of barney. The words of Job are ended. Mm-hmm. So he was crying out here, if only I had an adversary, yeah. someone who could before advocate the before yeah. the throne to go between me. To a bring mediator. my a mediator. Yeah. <gasps> who does that sound like? Jesus yeah. the Christ. And then it says here, the words of Job are ended. So for nearly 30 chapters, this guy was whinging, B-wording, and complaining. Mm-hmm. But do you know what happened next? This guy. Mm-hmm. Because three men, because people only talk about Job's three friends. But there was one extra man. There's another in the thigh. Anyways, there's one extra guy that was sitting there. His name is Elihu. This guy doesn't get any clout. People don't talk about this guy. Verse 30, chapter 32. So these three men ceased to answer Job because he was righteous in his own eyes, Mm. Mm. which is the stance a lot of people take when they go, not everybody, but a lot of people take, well, I'm in the right and I don't understand why this is happening. Whatever. Then was kindled the wrath of Elihu, the son of Barakel, the Buzite, Buzite, of the kindred of Ram. Against Job was his wrath kindled 
because he justified himself rather than God. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at the story, Job was, he was saying, oh, well, I'm right, I don't understand, I'm right, I'm right, God, like, why would you do this to me? Yeah. Which I just completely personally hate when people say, it's okay to be mad at God. No! <laughs> Let every man be a liar, but God be true. Yes. God will never be the problem. Go ahead, be mad at yourself That's before you're mad so at God. That's <laughs> so freaking prideful. Yeah. That's disrespectful to believe that God would sin yeah. <laughs> against you, his child. My days, get out of my face. Verse 4, now Elihu had waited till Job had spoken, because they were elder than he. Aww. When Elihu saw that there was no answer in the mouth of these three men, for these almost 30 chapters, they're speaking, then his wrath was kindled. Mm-hmm. And Elihu, the son of Barakel the Buzite, answered and said, I am young, and you are very old. <laughs> when I was afraid, and does not show you my opinion. He didn't, he didn't durst mean I didn't show you my opinion. Wherefore, I was, he was afraid to show him those three guys his opinion because he respected them because they were older than him and he's young i said verse seven days should speak and multitude of years should teach wisdom but there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the almighty giveth them understanding Mm. he's wise great men are not always wise neither do the aged understand judgment therefore i said hearken to me listen to me i will show you my opinion behold i waited for your words I gave ear to your reasons, therapist, <laughs> while you searched out what to say. Yeah. Yea, I attended unto you, and behold, there was none of you that convinced Job or that answered his words. Least you should say, we have found out wisdom. God thrusted him down, not man. Now he hath not directed his words against me, neither will I answer him with your speeches. They were amazed. They answered no more. They left off speaking. When I had waited, for they spoke not, but stood still and answered no more. Basically, now that you guys finally shut up, I'm going to speak. I will answer also my part. I also will show my opinion, for I am full of matter. The spirit within me constraineth me. The Holy Spirit was always present. Let me just say that. People, oh, the Holy Spirit has always been there. As much as God is God and Jesus is God and the Holy Spirit is God's spirit, they all were working throughout the Old Testament mm-hmm. to get to that reconciliation. God just really loves us, man. Yes. Verse 19, behold, my belly is as wine, which has no vent. It's ready to burst like new bottles. Oh, he's so poetic and so loquacious. <laughs> I will speak that I may be refreshed. He's like, finally. I will open my lips and answer. Okay, we've been saying this for like 15 verses. <laughs> Let me not, I pray. Okay, I'm going to skip down because he's just. He's okay, very wordy. He's very wordy. Wherefore, Job 33, I pray thee, hear my. Uh, okay. The spirit of God hath made me, and the breath of the Almighty hath given me life. Verse 4. If thou can answer me, set thy words in order before me. Stand up. Behold, I am according to your wish in God's steed. I also am formed out of the clay. <sighs> Verse 8. Surely thou hast spoken in my hearing, and I have heard the voice of thy word, saying, I am clean without transgression. I am innocent. Neither is there iniquity in me. Behold. He findeth occasions against me. He counted for his enemy. He putteth my feet in the stocks. He marketh all my paths. And then we're going to skip down. Why did he strive against? Oh, my goodness. Had a lot to say. Dang, bro. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he has so much to say. Oh, my God. 35. Elihu spoke moreover and said. So, basically, he's rebuking him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 36 Elihu also he had a lot to say yeah he did also proceeded but let me tell you this let me see at least at the last thing that he said 
because he rebuked the fire out of Job. And I caught, I like encourage you to read all of it. But when Elihu spoke up because the spirit constrained him. So clearly he's being used by the Holy Ghost right mm-hmm. now. Guess what happens next? Verse thir- chapter 38, God speaks to Job. What's the very, that's chapter 38. The final chapter of this book is chapter 42. Do you know what happened by the time chapter 42 occurred? God had doubled everything Job had lost to the enemy. Mm -hmm. God had restored him, multiplied what was lost. And like, he was like better than before. Yeah. There's something different. And I think that's kind of like mirrors the spirit of the world in like therapy and godly counsel. Oh, it, 30 chapters for 30, 30 to say nothing. For, to say, yeah. to, for him to still be stuck in his solution. Yeah. But the one righteous man that ushered the way of the Lord, that, that brought praise, that like invited God to the conversation, mm-hmm. Job was able to receive solution. Yeah. Not only restoration, deliverance, yeah. redemption. Yeah. Because it, Job 1-1. I'm like preaching to charity. Yeah. Job 1 1. The Bible, what does the Bible describe Job as? There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil. Yeah. That man, Job, chapter 1, verse 42, he was back to that position because he did sin against God. But that's something else we're going to go with in another day, another mm-hmm. podcast episode. Because it was shown here by the Spirit of God, it was revealed to Elihu. You, you're making it seem like you're innocent. No, you're not innocent against God. This yeah. is the matter that you made a mistake in, and you're blaming God as if He's the problem. God rebuked the you fire. You were born into sin. <laughs> you God rebuked the fire out mm-hmm. of Job and blessed him. Yeah. Because Job was that perfect and righteous man that the Bible spoke about, that God knew, God loved so dearly. Yeah. So clearly, that I love. I didn't even see it like that till today. Where that mirrors, there's people that you'll bring your problems to and they'll enable you. They're, they'll tell you it's, and they'll, and they'll be mean to you too. Like I'll, for yeah. 30 chapters, they were like, well, you must've done something. Yeah. Wait, that may not be the case. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you, you might, you must be a failure. They'll, they'll, they'll confirm all those you things. You should curse God and die. Yeah. Because your it's demonic thought, thought patterns. Yeah. Like saying, well, you'll never get this right. Searching like, within themselves. Yeah. No. But when you consider God. Yes. When you search the matters through this eyes of the spirit. Yeah. When you ask the Holy Ghost, God, what's happening here? Give me the solution. Can I tell you, when you invite God in, you are inviting a powerful, yeah. powerful force that bears solution to your problem. Not to cope, because mm-hmm. you can get that from Sandy in Cocoa Beach, yeah. but you want deliverance. Yeah. You want freedom yeah. from addiction, from depression, from yeah. shame. You want to live, that, like the Bible says, forsake the fools and live. Come on. So, forsake the fools. They're on the path of death. Live. Yeah. The only way to get there is through Jesus Christ. Come on. You can't even get to God if not by through Jesus Christ. So even for the matters of your soul and your spirit, that the enemies held you, have you bounded up, mm-hmm. you can't even go to sleep at night. You can't even dry, take a drive, go to the grocery store without having anxiety, thinking everybody's thinking of you. What? How should I uphold myself? I don't mm-hmm. even know if I can dance with my music. Is it too loud? Is it this? Is it da, 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 da. And you're like freaking out. Yeah. And anxiety has you, has bounded, like your thought life is the realm of anxiety. It's mm-hmm. like taken captive. That's the one, that's the place you can't have because it belongs to anxiety. Yeah. Anxiety's B word. That's a little crude, but that's what oh. it feels like. <laughs> yeah. You are depression's little bit. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. You are sicknesses. Hello. Come 
disease, cancers, that you should feel insulted. Yeah. That I don't belong to you. Yeah. My life wasn't given to you. Anxiety didn't go on the cross and lay down its life for me. I will not be a slave to sin, fear, anxiety, depression, suicide, whatever you feel. Maybe you're struggling with same-sex attraction. I won't be a slave to it. Come on. Where can you find the freedom? Yeah. Who's the one man that can deliver you? They can't talk you through it. You can't, can't talk you, you can't through talk it. You but where the spirit of the Lord is, yes, there's freedom. There is freedom. There's liberty. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. And and <laughs> what we're really trying to say is like, let's avoid those first thirty chapters. Like <laughs> yeah, it's so long. Like Job nineteen, he says. Uh, verse 25, I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end, that song. he will stand on the earth. I know my Redeemer lives. So good. <laughs> How my heart yearns within me. He, The whole book of Job, a cry that there would be a mediator, a mm. Redeemer, someone who oh, would hallelujah. stand in the gap between him and the Father. You have Jesus Christ. It is no longer you who lives, but Christ, Christ. who lives within you. Yeah. If you have the answer... To the entire world, literally the whole, all of creation is yeah. groaning for the revelation of the sons and daughters. And all of creation is waiting for, to hear the message that lives within you. And, and you're struggling with these things. And it's, no, you have something, a gift that most people never know, in the world never know about. The old covenant, none of them had. You don't even have to li- sit there and listen for 30 chapters about people like yapping to you about what you're doing wrong or about this advice or maybe it's something in your spirit or something you you need to look within yourself bull within you now is Christ the hope of glory (laughs) so uh, you don't have to have all of that like you can go past that and say you know what I don't have to have a I have a mediator and his name is Jesus Christ and because of him I can speak directly to the father and I can I can bind up these things which have like been a hindrance to my life i can bind up anxiety i have been given authority over those things and they no longer rule and reign over me amen yeah that is the power of the gospel amen. it's it the trans- answer it's literally the answer I know. the only way to live this life yeah that's it there and- is no way you there's no way man can be saved but by jesus christ mm-hmm. and people thought it was just from hell in this life Godliness is profitable even into this life and the next life. Yeah. Profitable. It's for your benefits, for your good. So it's just, you know, but I will say, because, you know, okay, so should I, you just told me just to go to God. No. (laughs) No, because the Bible actually does encourage godly counsel. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, there's a healthy side of this. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Because you know what's really crazy? Because I used to think, because the Bible says the Holy Spirit is the greatest teacher of them all. Yeah. But even then. You have teachers. You have teachers. Yeah. You have Jesus, mighty counselor. Yeah. But even then, the Bible encourages you. Consider the counsel of of the godly. Yeah. Many. Counsel of many godly. Godly. Let's emphasize that. Godly. 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 (laughs) Their source is God. Yes. Proverbs 11 verse 14 where no counsel is the people fall but in the multitude of counselors there is safety another one and this is like one of the last proverbs i'll have to share only i can find it counsel is mine this is wisdom speaking and sound wisdom i am understanding Mm -hmm. i have strength yeah 
<laughs> That's good. I love it. Is there That's an area good. in your life where you've like, I try to walk it out alone, but because of the godly counsel, this happened. I was able to see this through. I was able to see this turn, this situation turn. Mm. Yeah. Um. Geez, there's so many where I'm, I'm so thankful that I have people in my life that I can go to that are pastors of a church and that give godly counsel that they don't tell me to look to the resources of man. Well, maybe you just have a rough home life, you know, and maybe you should talk to therapy. No, they say, what does the Bible say about that? Come on. Um, I know I've, I've sat down with my pastor a bunch of times and about like wisdom, like how do I go about this? How do I handle this with integrity? How do I handle this with respect and honoring my parents, even when they aren't honoring the word? Like, kind of having to have some, like, upfront or with siblings, how do I handle this with honor and integrity? And, like, listening to their, like, to their words of wisdom that were always rooted in the Bible. Well, a lot of times adults tell me, what, especially this one in specific, <laughs> is, <laughs> is, um, what would Jesus do in this situation? How would you, what would be the most Christ-like thing to do here? And, like, they'll always point to the word. And that's what's bare, like, that's, my family all lives under one roof now. You know, like, we live cohesively together. And, like, as a unit, we're, like, two years ago, that wasn't the case, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, godly counsel bears good fruit. Yeah. Like, my family, like, multiple family members that I've had have gone and seen this pastor for counsel. Just, like, and he hasn't turned them away just because they may not be walking with the Lord. And because of that, they've seen fruit in their lives. Like they've gotten out of unhealthy relationships. Like they've seen blessings. So godly counsel isn't just for like anyone, please come yeah. <laughs> receive godly counsel. Like the only thing that's a solution. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah There's not like Christian solution. And then the world's a solution. The world doesn't have a solution. Mm-hmm. There is no solution in the world. Yeah. The only way you can get it is from God. Yeah. I love that so much. Girl, for me, it's like when, because for me personally, and it's not like an attitude thing that I'm like, no, people can't help me. But it's just very much the way I just, just, I don't know, just operate where I'm just like, oh, I just constantly take things to God and I've always seen solutions. But if for the few times I will say, for the times that I'm like, oh, Oh, I'm stuck. There's like something yeah. here, and like not quite. Understanding. Yeah, well. wisdom. Like you know, I'm still confused. I'm still dealing with this. I'm still da da da. Gives you accountability too. That's it's very like, true. Like people know, like she came out here and she saw this. Like this is she That's went true. through every step of how to reconcile this, how to handle this well. It's true. The biggest thing I think, like, it's not like I'm living like a scandalous life, but the like the most public thing that I think like a bunch of people just knew was when I was like. I want to get baptized in the Holy Ghost and I want to speak in tongues, but I've been praying and I've been doing it for years and mm-hmm. nothing's happened. I haven't spoken in tongues. What am I doing wrong? I don't want to be left out of this. And I see that people are operating in power and da da da. This acts one eight Judas power. I don't. I want it, and it's like, and people are telling me, "Well, oh, this is how I came to speak in tongues," and da 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 da. And but when I took it to people, the godly, mm-hmm. not everyone. No, because mm-hmm. specifically for that, that's you can't get wisdom from like, a, like a imam. How do I get baptized in the Holy Ghost? He's like, oh, what's that? Here's a Quran. Here's a Quran. Pray to Allah. Answer is pray to Allah. Like, ah. yeah. <laughs> like we're going in different directions. <laughs> no, when I took it to 
a pastor, when I took it to people who already spoke in tongues, yeah. baptized in the Holy Ghost, operating, and I took it to multiple people. I took it to a leader in church on a mission. I took it on, in Honduras during a mission trip. I was like, yeah. how do I hear the voice of the Holy Ghost? Let me tell you, it that one, I will say, and I don't even know if I can credit this to everybody, but I will credit it to one person, Pastor Abigail Smith. Oh. This lady walked me through all of it. She even prayed for me. Mom. And the first time she prayed for me, I felt my tongue wanted to, but I didn't open my mouth. My mm-hmm. fault. My fault. And I thought <laughs> I was, yeah, and I was like, well, I blew my chances, but I still, because I'm very obstinate, I'm like, no, I won. I'm still going to go. That's right. It was like crazy because I remember we were at a verge, we were at a, you know, I already said the name, whatever. We were at a summer <laughs> camp for like young kids, youth, right? Like, and they, con- which I just really am so grateful that they do this. Every year, David Hall comes. Mm. David Hall. I love him. I love that Australian man who loves Elvis. He's the best ever. Adelaide, Australia. <laughs> he came. Every year he comes, he has an altar call to receive the Holy Ghost because his message always is about the power, Pentecostal power, like the power that fell on the day of Pentecost and how you can have the Holy Ghost. You can speak in tongues. This is a power, Acts 1-8 power that's available for you today. Mm -hmm. He he preached on that again. And every time he preaches, it's different because it's just, when you center yourself, just, I just love him. But it's basically the goal is you can be filled and baptized in the Holy Ghost and power and fire even. Yeah. So, Okay, so we have this altar call thing. Okay, so I'm sitting there. Everyone knows that Cruz wants to receive. She wants to speak in tongues. And everyone's praying for me. And then it takes a long time. And little by little, people's hands are dropping. And I'm trying to not let that deter my faith. And more by more, people are stepping away because I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gone. And then it comes to a point where it's like, I don't know if it was no one or just a few. Or at least standing by and just silently praying in tongues. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? And this is the prayer that helped. I was like, you know what? It seems like I'm going to have to start opening my mouth and look like a fool. Yeah. And I was like, which, and I, I was so freaking tired at that point. I was like, but I'm, you know what? I'm willing. You know, my verge crush was there. I was like, oh, I'm going to be, I want to look cute. But yeah. nice. I was like, you know what? Screw that. Screw him. I'm willing to look like a fool to receive this thing that I've longed for. Yeah. Babes, when I did that. That's when the Holy Ghost fell. And not only that, the joy of the Holy Ghost Mm -hmm. fell all over that balcony area where our youth group and our youth group was hit with the joy of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Oh, my days. When he fills you, he fills you to overflow. It's never just enough. It's to overflow when everybody gets to dance in the river. River of joy, river of life flowing out of me. You know what I mean? And it's like that happened. But the fruit of that was the godly counsel that I had. But guess who was there? With me, Pastor Abigail Smith. And guess who was there to celebrate with me? Pastor Abigail Smith. Yeah. The lady that I took the problem to and the lady that saw the solution to my problem. Yeah. She was able to walk me through all of that. That's the importance of godly counsel. Yeah. Because I went to God and it took God to fill me up. Yeah. But because of the godly that he yeah. places in our lives to consider their counsel. Listen he take heed to their counsel. Eat it. Take it up. Yeah. Don't and live by it. Don't forsake because you don't have everything. You don't know everything. So seek all wisdom and all understanding as the Proverbs teaches us. Seek it, seek it, seek it. Mm-hmm. Because he'll give it to you. He wants you to have knowledge and wisdom and understanding about stuff. When I did that, I saw the fruit. And because I was filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, 
I didn't even need to ask. I never even asked, how do I hear the voice of the Holy Ghost? When I got filled, it was like I could hear clearly. It's like things like elevated. Mm -hmm. Things get like next level. Now, the problem isn't, how do I know it's me? That's donezo. Yeah. When I got filled, I was like, what's my calling? And by that time, you know, God already put that impression in me already. So mm -hmm. that was just like, where can I go? Like, lead me. Like, you are the Lord of my life. I obey. I hear your voice. I'm going. Amen. You know, and then, and that was like a little baby, 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 baby. Yeah. So it's, you know, this stuff is like, it's almost like it works. <laughs> it really like works. God is good. <laughs> God is really good. Yeah. yeah. He wants the best for you. Yeah. I just have a closing verse. Do you have a closing verse? Or you just, no. just let the Lord use you? To speak on that, uh, sorry, is it? Um, <laughs> just speak on that like like there are people especially when they love the Lord they will be with you to minister to you in like some really low places and like that's that's what discipleship is like that's what counseling is like um, the pastor who we're saying things Pastor Farrell <laughs> God bless you like for years I've had to come to him and seek counsel about how do I handle like finances with integrity? How do I handle my family members with honor, even when they show like no honor? I love them, <laughs> but, but but like when they don't act like Christians because they're not like they're not saved. You know, like how do I do that? And through so like through hours of phone calls, like sat through that, and just continuing to feed the word, like never for a moment being like, well, this is my personal opinion. It's no. Charity, the word says this, you know, stand firm on that. Yeah. Go pray in the spirit. Go spend some time in the presence of the Lord. That was always his recommendation. Through all this, cling to Jesus. Go to Jesus Amen. like, and hold fast to him more than you ever have in your life. That was always his advice. And because of that, I've seen fruit like no other. Like I've actually seen my family live in peace where there was no peace before. Like I, I've seen, like I was able to handle finances when I had no worldly knowledge, no credit to my own, nothing that should have given me that, and I was able to handle it and steward it well. So, and it, he didn't even really instruct me about finances. He just gave me biblical principles. So it's just, when you have people like that where you seek godly counsel, you'll see fruit from it. Because that's, that's the heart of God is discipleship. And that's really what, like, pastoral counseling is. Or, like, coming to your pastors or coming to people who know and love God and seeking wisdom and understanding. That is discipleship, and we all need to take part of it, no matter where you're at. I love that. God is so good. Mm -hmm. My closing verse is from the Psalm 147. There's so many. It's all good. Ah, praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant, and praise is comely or beautiful. The Lord does build up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. He heals the broken in heart, binds up their wounds. He tells the numbers of the, the number of the stars. He calls them by their names. Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. The Lord lifts up the meek. He casts the wicked down to the ground. Sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praise upon the harp and to our God. And you know, it continues. Ugh. It can, it's just, it's just so good. <laughs> but yeah, it continues. But he heals the broken in heart and mm -hmm. binds up their wounds. Great is our Lord. He lifts up the meek, casts the wicked down to the ground. And when I read that to Charity, like before we recorded, she said, 
that's like a parallel of, of, of the scripture in Isaiah where it's like yeah. Isaiah 61 like mm-hmm. he binds up the brokenhearted he sets the captive free this is the year of the Lord's favor amen this is <laughs> we, we're good living news. in that the year of the Lord's favor this is good news yeah come on Middle and that's the good season. news for you that's literally the yeah. like the like the that's like that's what Jesus. Can't, that was his his mission statement. mission statement. Yeah. Like this is why I'm here. Like when they asked him, "Why are you here?" Like and like, he opened up well, the scroll of Isaiah and he come read on. that in Luke, I think Luke ten or eleven, and like and then he, but he didn't finish that. Like that was really what was cool because he ended it at this is the year of the Lord's favor. It was this profound statement saying, "I'm the answer you've been mm-hmm. waiting for. Jesus is the answer you've been waiting for. If you've been struggling." with mental depression if you've been struggling with anxiety if you've been struggling i hear your voices in my head jesus is the answer someone can't talk you out of your issues someone can't give you the words for this and i i kind of just want to lead anybody in a prayer if you've been struggling with anxiety with depression with thoughts of suicide we're just going to come against those and just say jesus i thank you that you are the healer I thank you, Lord, that there is no one like you. Come and heal my mind. Renew my mind. Transform me. I receive every good thing that you have for me. And I bind up any lies of the enemy, any strongholds of the enemy. And I take captive any thoughts that do not belong to God or are not from God. And I surrender all of my mind, all of my ears, all of my eyes, my heart to you, Jesus, to come and do a work in me. In Jesus' mighty name. And I just declare fullness of healing over anyone who's struggling with any of those things. Like, I love this scripture in Isaiah. It says, he's so gentle, like he wouldn't even break the, he wouldn't even break a broken reed. Like he, he wouldn't stamp out like a, a flickering wick of a flame he, he's so gentle to those who are broken and to or those who are on their last leg because he is the answer to the world he is the answer to every problem so come to him come this i, I love <laughs> that's a saying coming yeah. to jesus moment have that have that coming to jesus because coming to a therapist isn't the answer coming to the wisdom of man is not the answer come to the lord today and earnestly say lord heal me whatever it is in Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Yeah. I believe in God. I'm so glad I do too. Yeah. Hallelujah. All Hallelujah. right. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you for joining me, Chava. You're welcome. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, where are you at? Fundraising. Yeah. Ones. I'm at 85. Rising, we're rising, rising, rising. The river is rising, rising, rising. So, just in case you don't know, because I have like listeners in China. Hey, hey, anyhow, anyhow, okay, how y'all doing? Y'all are all in lockdown. Oh, as I heard, yeah, but charity is a faithful ministry. She's a missionary and she's called to the nation of Cambodia. Cambodia, and 
You know, she is 85% funded. Yeah. You do the math. 100 minus 85. <laughs> <laughs> it's not coming to mind at all. What 15, is that, 15? Yes. And that'd 15. be 15. <laughs> like, Please let that be 15. <laughs> yes, 5 plus 5 equals 10. And the 1 goes over. And no, it's, it's 15. It's 15. No, I was doing the right side. Of oh, okay. I was doing the right side math. Because 1 plus... Okay. I do in my head on that. Okay. So, she needs 15 percent more to go to this mission field and you know you 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 felt that anointing on her she's bringing that fuego to the people of cambodia hallelujah, hallelujah. the nation will be shaken stirred and changed <laughs> by a group of missionaries some of uh, another one that i know so if you want to give to her it's up to you no pressure literally do not want to pressure that's unbiblical Biblical. It's unbiblical. It's not in the Bible. It's <laughs> not in the Bible. They operate the whole yes, Bible. Yes, the Bible does not say that. <laughs> but if you feel a pressing in your heart to give to charity, you can give at overlandmissions.com/slash/donate, and then uh, so what I'm, Overland does is monthly partnerships, and so you go, you fill out your information, and then click recording, and the memo line. My name, Charity Smith, C-H-A-R-I-T-Y, Smith, <laughs> and then my number, 3375. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Great commission work. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Thanks for listening. Amen. Ni hao. Ni hao. I'm sorry, I love you. Well, I need... Is that Chinese? Oh my gosh, I have Chinese? no idea. Oh, I feel Wait, like I'm offending Is that... Saranghao is Saranghao. Wow, that was really off. Sering, huh? Oh my gosh. Syringe. Syrup. How to say I love you in Mandarin. Half of listeners in Singapore. There's That's so freaking. Chinese. I know, I'm just going to put Mandarin. Is there a Tibetan Chinese? Oh, well, I need. I said it right. I oh, think. I'm so impressed. Well, I need. I literally only I know love you how because of Kylie. Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love when they say that. It makes it's, so it's like such a the front of the mouth. Well, we are clearly experts. <laughs> so we're going to leave. <laughs> we'll learn. Okay, okay. Bye-bye.